Meanwhile, on board the Marauder, Captain Pride is about to introduce the newest member. Hey, Marauders. As part of my ongoing efforts to test your faith in my judgment, meet our final crew member. Final? <laughs> Must make it sound so grim. That's right. It's Cassandra Nova. Any questions, team? Uh, great. No questions. All right. Uh, then no, the mission. I, I have a question. Oh, um, great. Didn't she murder 17.5 million mutants? I I mean, I think it was closer to 17.375, but yes. Any other I, questions? I have a question. Dakin here. I have a question. I know um, who you are. I've murdered people and I got a second chance. Right, exactly. But if you add it all up, I've murdered Mm -hmm. maybe a few hundred people. She murdered 17.5 million mutants. Okay, I think we should acknowledge it, accept it, and move on. Any other questions? Yes, it's me, Tempo. I I know who you are. Hi, um... 17.5 17.5 million mutants. That's kind of fucked right, okay. up. Right, okay. So can we here? just listen? Uh, all right, our mission marauders. She's a very powerful mutant. Asterisk. And so we're going to have her on the team. And besides, redemption, redemption, redemption. Isn't that what we do? Okay. I have if a question. Are- Me, Cassandra Nova. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why am I on this team? I killed 17.5 million mutants. Rolls. <sighs> Hi everyone and welcome to episode 218 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host Brett and with me as always is your co-host Evil Jeff. 17.5 million mutants Evil Jeff. Hey what's up? I really want if we ever do a live version I want Liza Minnelli to do the voice of Cassandra Nova. <laughs> of Cassandra Nova. I'm sure she could get through it. Sure. Did you see Liza on the Oscars? I did. I did. So I'm, yeah, I, Her and Lady Gaga. It was so cute. It was so cute. I have to say, I looked up Liza Minnelli's age after seeing that, and she's only like she's 76. Yeah. Like yeah, our she's... our parents are 76. No, you know? I know. I think she. Uh... Um, but she, does she have Parkinson's or something? Parkinson's? I, I, I don't know. It's so sad. Yeah. But you know. But yes, I happy. agree. She should, her last role should be Cassandra Nova, who, by the way, murdered 17.5 million people. Yeah, that's right. Oh but now goodness. she's on a superhero team. Um, should we just get right into it? Should we start yeah, talking about let's, X-Men? Let's talk about some X-Men comic books. Hit that music. I want your X. Come on. Come on. Evil Jeff, come on. I come on, Marauders. Come on, yeah, Marauders. Marauders. Come on. Let's come on. get so we've, murdering. <laughs> we've got a new Marauders. We've got um, our writer, Steve Orlando. Hello, gay. And we've got Eleonora Carlini on art and um, a new lineup. I love the art. Do you? I do. Do you not like it? No, it's not for me. Oh, okay. I really, because I'm all about facial expressions and I feel the facial, if I'm feeling the facial expressions and then I'm liking it. What do you, what do you not like about it? Too cartoonish. Oh, okay. I don't mind it if the facial expressions are working for me, but I can, I understand I like that. that. I understand. They, they are like actually very exaggerated facial yes. expressions, yes. which is good visual storytelling, I guess. Cassandra Nova's face is really something else, actually. <laughs> but here's the thing is also, okay, there's there's a thing that I think people forget. There is a queue and a waiting list for resurrected mutants. And I know she wasn't resurrected, she was already alive, but she but she, but that, there's a there's a thing where it's just like I don't know, sometimes, and then we'll get to this later with the other thing of like resurrection where it's just like, oh, when we resurrect this person, I'm like, why do you have to resurrect them? Just put them at the back of the waiting list and you can deal with it in like 15 years or whatever. Yeah, you're not forced. Anyway, um, Cassandra Nova, also when she gets discovered, when 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 Captain, I guess she's Captain Pride now. 
Yes. When Captain Pride shows up, like, what is this place? Oh, it's the, that's leading me with this uh, Mysterium box is taking me. It leads her to Cassandra Nova. And then it's like, um, she's just murdering the organs. She's like cutting up the organs of Krakoa. So I'm like, why is she not in the pit? She should immediately Someone just be shot a rock. Someone shot a rock and got sent in the pit. And Cassandra right. Nova murdered 17.5 men. Like if we call Wanda the great pretender, but then we're all just like fly with Cassandra Nova. I mean, I know she was like in lockdown or whatever, away from everybody. But still, I don't know. I'm I'm finding it all. It's a very big pill for me to swallow that the I fact know. that she's even there. But isn't this a part of Krakoa that even Krakoa doesn't know about? So it's like, yes. it's just Kitty. It's, it'll be Kitty and Cassandra's secret. Yes, but I, I feel this is the thing that I felt it needed. It had this weird interaction with Jean Grey. And then Jean Grey's like, wait a minute, I fixed you. And she's like, no, you didn't. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't. All right, bye. And I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? No way, no Why is she like, no. okay, well, go ahead. Have fun on that spaceship. <laughs> like, no, there needed to be a scene <laughs> where Kitty... Is like, what? This is leading me to this thing. Why can't I get in? And then Gene and uh, Xavier are like, hey, this is actually, we're the only ones to know about. This is where Cassandra Nova is. And no, we're not letting her go. I need her because we need to save these mutants. And she's the only one that knows. We can't let her out. Like, it needed that thing. It needed it someone needed else thing. being like, and we needed to see Kitty even being like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? And that's what I felt was missing from this book was characterization. It's just every character is just spitting out some kind of clever line. And sometimes they are like, oh, remember this? I'm this character and we had this history and this thing. But it was like, show me that. Don't just say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little it's a little for babies. This book. I mean, it's it's fine. It's good. It's you know, it's X-Men stuff happening and it's. We've got Eric the Red back and we're expanding on that whole character and giving that backstory and everything. And but I mean, overall, I just felt like this was for maybe babies. Maybe the possibility of the beginning of the maybe judgment? Maybe. Of going back to Mutant Origins. And are the first so, and deviants and all of that kind of stuff? Maybe. What comes out in this book is, listeners, that the first generation of mutants, even pre-Arako... Um, yeah, they were killed by the Shi'ar. Yeah, or, but or then they're like, the oh, Shi'ar, but they still have the- some. But then it's like, are these? How old are they? But here's the other thing. Okay, and this is—I don't mean to be. It was my. Do you remember my problem with a million BC? Remember when it was like Avengers, a million BC? Yeah, these which is coming back. It was like, um, humans did not show up. Until about 60 million. Uh, wait, no, wait, when was it? No, it was. Uh, uh, it's only like thousands of years. It's like 60,000 years ago where they're like humans that could actually, you know, build fire and talk and stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like My- saying that it's a million years ago. It's just like that's not science. And so this being like, oh, it's these are science. these first units and they're from over 2 billion years ago. Oh, come on. I went up and I looked up and I said, what type of life was oh. around 2 billion years ago? Just you, penguins and lizards. It, there were no mammals yet. There were no mammals. How was there are mutants? These, are these lizard people? Are they lizard people mutants? Like, that's the thing where it's like. <laughs> that would like, be great. Like, fucking. And I know it's like people are like, no, but they have magic powers. Why are you all obsessed with the science? And it's like, because they try to base everything in some sort of like semblance of like believability but don't tell me it's like oh these first mutants are two billion years old and when they open up the door i'm going to tell you right now if these are not if these are not descendants of the mutants but these are two billion oh my god that's the part i'm struggling with i'm two billion years old i'm bored i'm two billion fuck my mutant power okay i'm not happy about this and it's not Mm -hmm. even and it's a thing where it's just like i wish there was just an editor in the room being like hey when we're um Weren't human? Aren't humans only fifty thousand, like sixty thousand years old? (laughs) Marvel needs Marvel needs a dramaturge, and I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, I just can't. I can't. I can't handle this. Yeah, I'll read this book. I'm not excited about it. 
Um, yeah. And because I love the idea of having being forced to have a murderous genocidal maniac on your team to help you. But it was everyone's just too on board with everything. Like, also, I was really excited to have Aurora Dakin and Somnus, you know, to like the, like the current relationship and his ex, his male. But there's ex. no there's but no tension. Like, Oh hey, look! It's your former oh, lover, hey. your current lover. Oh my god! Out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't want everybody to be all fly with it. I want there to be tension. I want there to be anger. Right? Like, do we not remember like how to tell a story? My other thing is that Zandra is growing up so quick. Yeah, Zandra also is like a full fledged leader with with um, able to do statistical analysis and right. Strategies. She's like I'm literally seventeen and a half. I know, and I'm just like, yeah. Uh, two years ago, you were like, what? I'm an egg. Like you were what? nine. <laughs> like, yeah. What is things, happening? Yeah, things are not um, adding up. A hundred percent. I will say. So, yeah. I'm hoping it'll be fun, but right now, uh. also when you take Emma out of the Marauders. That's not a good thing. Yeah. I mean, like now we're back to, I don't know. We're back to kind of a kitty pride that feels a little X-Men blue, X-Men goldish to me. Like just, it's just leader kitty. Yeah. I thought we were doing better by her before. And then I had to look it up. Just, um, there were like very cavemanish people. There were some people a few million years ago, but um I was but it's alive. not too but it's I was not the, too, but it's not two billion years ago. So Yeah. Two billion years ago I was born and I was the first gay. You were the first gay. Uh-huh. And then I was taken by the Well Shiar. actually gay was first. If you look gay was actually first. And heterosexuality was like a weird mutation. Wouldn't it be funny Ew. if that was what <laughs> It feels like a weird mutation. They're so weird, those cishets. Although I will say there was a point in my life where then when I saw like a man and a woman kiss, because all my, there was a point where like all my friends were gay. I only went to gay bars. I only watched gay porn. And then I would see like a man and a woman kiss and I'd be like, Ugh, what Ugh. is that? But now I, I pretty much only watch straight porn now. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I'm just, Gross. Uh, I'm just really, uh, I'm really bored of gay porn. And I'm so yeah. like, because I directed, I used to make it. I'm too uh, critical, so I like to see things that are like have a higher budget and a plot, Ooh. which most people hate. Most gay stuff hate plots, and that's usually you have to go to straight porn for that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, nice. Enough about me. All right. Enough about Marauders. Enough about Marauders. Let's move on to X Force. So I, there was an annual you didn't read. I totally missed it in my list. Of, oh. When I pull it up, I did not see the annual. I just saw, I just assumed it was one, one X-Force book. So here's what happens. Beast is like, oh no, some Krakoan flowers were taken by probably Orcus. So we're going to need Domino, Logan, and Quentin to go get them. And their base is at an active volcano. And then Sage was like, "Where? What Krakoan flowers are you talking about?" And he's like, "They were stolen." Krakoan flowers. Don't question me. And she's like, "Okay, this is weird." Emma, he's acting weird, and you told me next time he's acting weird to give you a call. And Emma's yes. like, "Knock knock. What the fuck?" She's like, "There's no. There are no Krakoan flowers that were stolen. What are you doing?" And that's I'm paraphrasing because that is through a long conversation that takes up like half this book yeah the other half is the three other mutants on this mission anyway long story short it's a trap beast knew it was a trap it's just a way for orcus to study healing factors omega mutant telepathy and luck powers so they're like they're gonna put those three mutants in a trap so they can study how their powers work why was beast down with it because he wants to know what orcus knows so he was like, let them, I want to know what they're trying to figure out. So I want them to go through with it. I'll monitor it just so I know what they're up to. So he was basically sending it knowing that they were all going to die. Yes, exactly. And that's Emma. Emma eventually surfaces that and she's none too pleased. But Do at the same die? time, does it happen? He gets, uh, no, they escape. Um, they almost die, but he beast gets away with it. Well, if we go to then X-Force beast is like, 
is basically full on Dark Beast now. And I'm kind of like, all right, I'm liking, I kind let's of Let's just like, do it. Let's just go for it. And I love yeah. how he's just like, we need to fucking kill Omega Red. We need to kill him. And I'm just kind of like, oh, the first time I agree with Beast on anything because um, mm-hmm. I fucking hate Omega Red. But then Sage comes in. She's like, I want to take the floor council. I want to say something. And then he's like, how dare you? This is like, you know, I'm the leader. What are you talking about? And she's like, well, did you know that he actually did all this fucked up shit? And then did, and the only reason he went over to the Russians is because Beast did this and Beast did that. And they're like, oh, okay. okay. Oh. But then all this was leading to a thing where it's like, okay. So, okay. So this guy who tried to murder Charles Xavier throughout the timeline, let's resurrect him and put him on the X-Force team. What sure. are you talking about? Sounds like a great plan. It makes no sense. It, and the fact that they're portraying Beast as a bad guy, when it's like, no, Beast is the only one that actually makes sense, where they're like, we can't trust this person. And and you don't have to, like, er- he was like, erase the data so he can never be resurrected. Just put him at the back of the queue. Yeah, you don't have to resurrect and, like, him. Deal with it in 15 years, bitch. You oh can, you can resurrect him when you're going to resurrect Wolf Cub. And this Never. I, this is the same thing where it's like, don't give me... Because that's the thing. We are X-Men fans. And I know I sound like a gross incel, like, hey, excuse me, on Star Trek, on episode this, you did this, but on episode seven, you did this. And I know I sound you like that. You do sound like that. But... You have set up this entire world. You want us to read all of these comics. And then you're just like, well, we can't keep track of it. And I'm like, bitch, I can. You work there and you can't keep track of it. I'm just sitting and reading it and I can keep track of it. Right. It was the same thing with Anole's arm. Like when Anole's arm is big and when Anole's arm is not big. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, it's up to the artist's license. It's like, no. Right. His arm was chopped off and grew back bigger. It's canon. Ugh. They need a dramaturge. I just want to be like a script supervisor. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just sick of it. It's driving just somebody, me crazy. Like, somebody who keeps track of the context, whether it be the context of the period they're in or the context of continuity. Oh, sigh. And, and then anyway. it's going to be like, oh, so the new X-Force is going to be all about Wolverine and Omega Red on a team, shoot me in the fucking face and right? stab me with a million needles. I don't want it. I, the only thing I do like is Beast met up and it looks like he was, I don't know. And then Back like, with Brand. And then Brand's like finger fucking his eye hole. What I know. Is these two are about? so fucked up. See, but these sits. But here's sits the thing is, is they seem like they're like, oh, we're on the same page. But it's like, but are you? Because Beast is going but are crazy. You? Because he's and going also- crazy because he wants Krakoa to take over the world. And Brand is going crazy because she wants to destroy Krakoa. Right. So, like, they're both like, oh, we actually will do anything to get what we want. It's like, do you actually know while you're fucking? Do you, you want, want opposite, things? opposite things? So that's they just interesting. Wanna, I find that They're just mad at the Quiet Council. Exactly. They're both mad at the Quiet Council. But then beyond that, they're like, they're, that's where their motives Diverge. I mean, I think it would be funny if she's like, "Will you help me destroy the Crag Council?" And then when she does, and then she's like, "Oh she's yeah, like, I'm okay, now burn the rest of it." And then he's like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, "You're dumb." Now, all this said, I've never been more attracted to Omega Red than when he came out of that egg. <laughs> I'm sorry, tentacles. I mean, automatic boner killer. <laughs> when you have tentacles coming out of your body, it's like I'm not on board. Speaking of tentacles coming out of your body, how about this like mutated cerebro helmet that ripped out Forge's brain and has got robo tentacle legs and is just walking around Krakoa. Yeah, just what? walking around but skipping what? stones. Where did that start from? How did that even happen? They said like in the beginning, like we didn't know what the effect when what did Xavier do? And I, I missed this. Like in li- X Lives of Wolverine, 10 Lives of Wolverine, Xavier like networked the five helmets or something. So it's like it can't, it basically it's the same plot as Danger, but with the Cerebro Thanks. helmet. Thank you. Oh my God. Bring Danger to fight it. And then they Bring Danger. Oh, I'm, I've been waiting on married. Danger. Yeah. And then uh, Danger's like, will you touch my robo vagina? Because I've never had sex. And I'm telling you right now, if X-Force and Marauders came out before Immortal. I would have been like, we're screwed. We're fucked. And this week I would have been like, we're fucked. But there was Except a saving for. grace called <laughs> X-Men Red. And I was like, 
I'm here for this. And what a dream team on this book. It's Al fucking Ewing and Stefano Caselli, the original artist from the original Marauders. Yes. And the only thing is I'm, the only thing is it needs to be a little bit more storm centric. And I know it is storm centric, but right now I need, I, I still feel people are scared to write storm. Sure. I don't think Storm has been written well since Chris Claremont. She's always just been portrayed as this very like, like she has no inner conflicts anymore. She's always just like amazing and strong and awesome. And people are like almost revering to her. And I think with this, like she's becoming the, like there's a Storm at one point she didn't know what the fuck to do with her life and got a fucking mohawk. You know what I mean? Like, and she was like, I'm going to shave my head off. I'm going to get a mohawk. Now she's the fucking queen of Mars. Like I need to see, and they are showing a bit of inner turmoil where they keep showing where she fought that doppelganger where it's like, y'all not one of us. Like they're starting to, but I just want even, I want even more. I want it just to be storm, storm, storm and storm well they really did break it open she doesn't want to be a queen so that's her that's exactly. her i like exactly. that they set that conflict so they're up going like, at she's it like, now, Fuck. but i'm very scared they're gonna just resort back to but storm's just a badass and now here's the team we're forming this team we're forming this team and i'm like no 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 no. keep it with storm keep this with storm and it yeah. would be great um, yeah keep it with her in this role not wanting to be seen in this role the way this role is seen which is queen monarch throne one might argue weak yeah and also do-gooder this whole idea of mars needs x-men is because everyone is so unruly everybody is so misbehaved that they need some goody goody do-gooders to come in and slap everyone around if they misbehave and what i love is at the end of this issue storm's like no that's not what we need we need this is a planet of badasses. We need a team of badasses with so badass we need, we brands. Need the brotherhood. We need the brotherhood of evil mutants. We need the brotherhood. I liked that a lot. I liked that a lot too. And especially I also liked that Storm walks in with a Sunspot and both of them are like, Oh yeah, Agent Brand is full of fucking shit. Oh, full of shit. And she's up to something. And I'm like, yes, they realize it. Ah! <laughs> I love it. Oh. I love it. But going going back to Storm fighting that doppelganger, it's actually, uh, which is a flashback of part of how Storm became regent, it's actually an Omega-level shapeshifter, which I thought was really interesting. Well, because she, I think it's Omega-level because she can also shapeshift their powers. She, was, she their had powers. her powers. And she fucking kills herself with those powers. Yeah. At the end of this fight. Yeah, because she knew she couldn't win. Speaking of, you know, who can't win. I The luster of Iska the Unbeatable is wearing off for me. I feel it's, it's also um, not... Her powers seem different. She was her like... Her powers I, are stupid. She, well, here, the thing is, she was like, I had to abstain because whoever, whichever side I voted on, that would be the side that won. And I'm like, well, sure. if that were true, then how then come just you vote. have... But, though, but then how come you have had to switch sides? Because then you're like, oh, my side yeah. is losing. I'm going to the side of the demons against Genesis because I have to be on the side that wins. So I'm just like, so which is it, bitch? Which is it? Right. Like, is it your power or is it just like you're a flip-flopper? Yeah, exactly. And so right now I'm just like, is it, is, I, I, here's my new thing. It's like, guess what? If I just was a fair weather fan and just switched sides as soon as something was about to win, I could say that I had her mutant power. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, no, true, if, she does, if she does a one-on-one battle, she automatically does win. She'll always Iska, win. Why are you wearing like if Isco was like on a football team, like at the end of the Super Bowl, they're like, wait, you were on the other team. Why are you wearing the winning team's uniform and celebrating yeah. like this? Yeah. She's like, because I'm unbeatable. What? Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, oh no, this big bad guy is coming. We have to kill them. Oh, we'll just get Iska about it because she always wins. And then she shows up and she's like, Oh, I'm not gonna win. Oh, I'm on his oh, side. I'm on now. his side. And then you're like, <laughs> Yeah, you're gar you're garbage. <laughs> um one thing that's not garbage is 
finally, after Magneto broke up with his husband, Charles Xavier, he finds a new boyfriend in this Iraqi who doesn't have powers. This old fisherman. But then they're like, do you, but then they're like, do you want to be on the team? And I was like, I hate it when people without powers are on a team. Oh, Storm, God. Except for Storm. Yeah, that was great. Or Madeline Pryor. I wish they gave him powers. Or give him a stupid power. Like Kylan, where he could just like imitate animal sounds. Like give him I something love stupid. Kylan's going to be in Knights of X, by the way. I love that. Like immediately. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, do you, so all of these scenes in the red lagoon, haha, nice touch. Love that. That's the bar on Araco with sunspot. Do you think it's indicative that we'll get Vulcan and Thunderbird on this brotherhood team? Yes. Like, have they been injured? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also, and this is one of the things where the, where I felt Marauders was fucking up where they were just saying things. X-Men Red took like. Oh, I recognize you. You're one of those. You're you're the guy, one of the team members that left me for dead. And I'm like, ooh, yes. that is an old. That's from like 20 years ago of Vulcan's yeah. origin. No, that's good. When he went on Krakoa, and Thunderbird was one of the original people trying to save him. And I was like, ooh, I like this. And all of that. I like that. I mean, between. Marauders. Marauders had like it brought back some some like old deep cuts like saving fever pitch from gene nation in the beginning and mm-hmm. there was a, there was a few references that went back to classic also the stuff. fact that the threesomes he kept having with petra and sway has led to him being banned from the summer's house <laughs> what that's great i it love that probably got real weird oh i'm sure it did i'm sure rachel walked in and was like what the um, fuck they're they're eat, not in front of my salad, you know. It's like one of the <laughs> <laughs> really guys right in front of my salad. Oh, wow! I love those goofy dating um, porns. Just by the way, I don't love them as in I don't watch them. I just love that they exist. I just uh, saw it, an it, ad it, for a new one with a, my former pro, like one of who I directed so many of his scenes, Roman Todd. But he's on oh, okay. one where he's on an airplane and then this the 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 male flight attendant uh fucks him but the whole time a karen is complaining and then the karen finally gets out of her seat and realizes the steward is fucking someone else oh my god we need more karens in gay porn also i want to have a deep sleep as um the significant other that's asleep in gay porns Whenever like, whenever oh, yeah. someone's asleep like, oh, my lover's deep. asleep, but they're like right next to him on the bed, like riding somebody. And I'm like, I wish I could have that deep sleep. Damn. They must be or like really even when somebody, sleep. like somebody, somebody gets like jerked off in their sleep or <laughs> somebody starts taking advantage yeah. of someone else in their sleep. I'd be like, I would have woken up a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, X-Men read. X-Men Great. books. Good right stuff. Right now it's, for me, it's all X-Men read. And um, and uh, Immortal X Men are where and Immortal X Men. We still I have, have Knights of you, X. Yeah, we still have I think Legion. we're really gonna like Knights of X. Legion of X. So there's still some others. Just hopefully they'll uh, give me some good stuff. We also have a um, giant size X Men Thunderbird issue coming out. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Get to know our new old friend. It is interesting. There, he did have a line where they were like, "You're Krakoan." He's like, "I'm not Krakoan," and I think it was a thing where it's like, "No, I'm, I'm Native American. Like, I'm more. I forget." Yeah. Which why would he? Yeah. Why? He why is, wouldn't he's he? He's still like, "No, I'm, yeah. That's that's my heritage, not Krakoan. Fuck you." Yeah. And so I'm like, "Oh, that's and that's a fun thing." One thing I did like about the art here is I think I was I was mad in what was it New Mutants where Warpath was bigger than Thunderbird. This is yeah. a this is a Thunderbird's a big boy in this one. Yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, he's, he's pretty fucking boy. hot. Pretty fucking hot. He's pretty fucking hot. Um, before we move on to TV stuff, I just want to say Devil's Reign ended. So really quick, I got to get a comic. Devil's Reign ended. Um, Kingpin has retired. With he's just going sailing with Typhoid Mary. Around the world, so he's not even mayor and, anymore. Did he get kicked out as being mayor? Did he, did he, or he like resigned? Yeah, he's he was kicked out in because it, it came out that he was controlling everyone with purple man powers, and now Luke Cage is running for mayor unopposed. What happened to the whole uh, evil Iron Man thing? 
Um, that was just the chameleon. Oh, so it got revealed and then it was over. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then it was over. And then the other big thing is that Elektra and Daredevil are both Daredevil and they're going to, they're going to fight crime together as like Daredevil man and Daredevil woman. Okay. That's fun. Sure. And the rest, no biggie. I think, um, yeah, the purple kids take down their dad. That was cute. The rest was fine. The rest was fine. And then did you read the new She-Hulk? Oh, I didn't. I didn't read the new She-Hulk. It's fun. It's because I was like, it is because it's what's his name? It's Jack just a Hearts. conversation. It's just a conversation on the couch with Jack of Hearts. The whole issue is just Jen and Jack of Hearts on the couch talking. And it's riveting. Wait, and this just came out? Yeah. I thought that's what the issue two was about, too. <laughs> yeah, so is, issue three is the same thing. I know. They're just like, can they leave the apartment and fight? <laughs> For some reason, they don't want to leave the apartment. And oh, he is, is, is so soft ten- and cute. Is there, is there sexual tension between them? It's more like romantic. Like, it's more like, it feels puppy dog-ish. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, but yeah, it's, there's sexual tension. I don't think so. Okay. All right. No, I'll definitely read that. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. Should we talk about some things yeah. in television and in the theaters? Let's do it. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Episode two. Episode two. I, I loved it. I like this episode better than the first one. Yeah, because you know things are coming in things clear. Are, also, I will say it, this is one where because I, I know it's only like six episodes that it's like it's 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 strolling along really fast, which I like. It's not dragging yeah. it. It's it's not dragging at its feet. Yeah, I like that. I also like the liberties and depart the liberties it's taken and the departures from the comic that it took, namely what they did with Mister Knight. Uh, oh, tell me. I don't know because I, I don't really read the. Yeah. Comic. So is Mr. Knight? Was he always Stephen Grant's um, version of? Moon no, Knight? it's not that way in the comics at all. Mr. Knight's just like another. He's just like another version of Moon Knight. So Warren Ellis introduced him. I always thought it was just when Moon Knight wants to be more detective and like work with the cops. He comes in as Mr. Knight. So, like, the cops are like, Moon Knight's going to help us with the case. And they're like, oh, no. And then he shows up in the suit. And he's like, call me Mr. Knight. So, it, I don't know the details beyond that. But I don't think that Mr. Knight is what happens when Steven decides he's going to try to call down the power of Khonshu. I think that's I love that. I think that's show. great. I loved it. Great change. Does Makes he have sense. any? Does he? And does he has... Um, a cab, you said like a cab driver. Jake Lockley, yeah, the cab driver. I do driver. feel like I'm ready for another personality too. Yeah, I think it's coming because they do. They do show. They do show three different Moon Knights. Three reflections, yeah. Yeah. There's symbolism of threes, so I think Jake Lockley, and then I think Oscar Isaac was in an interview entirely in Spanish, and I think he gave something away about a new personality, but he wasn't speaking English at the time. So he thought it was okay. And then is he, does he, does the, the female character, is she his wife in the comics as well? Layla. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, but I like her and I don't know anything about her being like, you know, a potential new avatar for moon Knight. I don't know anything about that in the comics, but that's where they go in the show that Khonshu has his eyes on her because he thinks Mark is, a failure. Which is why he's trying to divorce her and get her out of there and he's still working for him because he doesn't want right. wants her to he's sacrificing himself for her. Right. And it looks like next episode we'll get just Mark. Yeah. So where this one episode one was purely Steven, episode two, I'd say it was like seventy five twenty five, Steven and Mark. Finally Mark's taking over for episode three. That's super fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I love I can't it. Wait it's either. it's very just like a fun ride. It's like a fun ride. And it's I do like all these have a different vibe. I know people are yeah. especially now with so, the thing we're gonna like, talk about later, people are like doing comparisons to Marvel of like, this is how you should be doing it, Marvel. This is how you okay. should be combining comedy it's a different with thing. Marvel. I yeah. do feel every single show is like its own vibe. 
and I do feel Absolutely. they're all very different from each other. So I'm sick of people being Which like, is what it's, what all they these Marvel do. things are the same. And I'm like, no, Hawkeye is a very different vibe from Moon Knight, which is a very, very different, different vibe, vibe from Loki, a very different vibe from WandaVision, yes. a very different vibe which from is great. Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's great. And then um, in yeah, so Moon Knight, less great. than a month, less than a month, Doctor Strange. Ooh, Doctor out. Strange! Do you know... Um, oh, wait. Never mind. Oh, yeah. No, I did come up with a theory. I feel like we're going to see Aaron Taylor Johnson in Doctor Strange too. I just feel like when Wanda is at her most rage-filled, being her most evil, like what's going to be the thing to calm her down and snap her out of it? I think it's going to be her brother showing up. I also would really love it to see if um, her kids are in it at all. Oh, they're in the trailer, girl. They are in the trailer? They're in the newest trailer. Where? They're in the newest trailer. But like what's happening? I felt like I saw the newest trailer. They, I don't she's a pro- they're in the living room from WandaVision. They're they're like standing up at the couch and she's walking over to hug them. And then she's like kneeling down in front of them. They're standing up in front of her and she's like caressed. She's like about to hug them. And then oh, it snaps shit. back into a reality where she's the Scarlet Witch. Oh, and she's shit. Hugging, she's, hugging, she's hugging nothing. Oh, no. Really so want. she's definitely trapped in some kind of an illusion. Because you know my whole thing that I want is that she does pull them through, but they've been aged to teenagers. Oh, hell yeah. We're getting that. And We're like, getting and that'll need, be a That'll yeah. be a post-credit scene. Like if that happens, and then, but then, like, um, um, America Chavez, and, uh, no, here's what I'm imagining now: America Chavez is doing something, and then an arrow hits something, and it's Hawkeye, Haley Stein from oh. Hawkeye, and then she's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing, bitch?" And then a thing comes out, and then the two. <laughs> oh yeah. And then Wiccan and Speed pop out. Like I. I literally would just self compare. They'll do that happened. They could actually do like a Harry Styles where like they reveal who's playing Wicked and Speed for real. That would oh be so my great. God, please. That would be so great. Cause I've heard that Secret Invasion, the MCU show on Disney Plus, is going to involve young Avengers in one way, shape, or form. I thought it got canceled. No, it didn't get canceled. It got delayed. It's no longer on the on the list of of things out. Oh, it's it's shooting now. Oh, I guess maybe that's just got extra delayed. Maybe. Maybe like cuz I do think that and this is also we are less than like 100 days out from Thor Love and Thunder and have had no trailer. I wonder if a lot of this is because Big things have to be revealed first. From Do- I bet you, I bet before... you, right after Doctor Strange, they're going to release the Thor trailer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I think the th- because Doctor Strange is going to be setting up a whole new. Because if we're introducing X Men, we're introducing Fantastic Four. It's basically like this is almost like we're almost at phase. What is it? Six, five, five. five. Yeah. Wait, which the which one are we in right now? Four. We're in four, and it ends with Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like we're going to be starting to like really get to- Five will be X-Men. Yeah. Five will be like X-Men and like more Blade and Black Knight and Moon Knight stuff. Werewolf. Yeah. And Maybe. Who knows? Who am I? I don't know. And Young Avengers. Oh, my God. Oh, I would love a Marvel boy. Yeah. Fucking gay Marvel boy. Mm-hmm. Or is he bi? He's bi? He's bi. Okay. Because he dated Kate Bishop and... That's right. Yeah. Well, Kate Bishop, I f- at this point, I feel she just turns people gay. <laughs> she's such... No, she's an ally. <laughs> um, Should we talk about... The movie we saw. The movie we saw. The sci-fi movie we saw. We saw... Everything. Everywhere. All, all at, at once. once. Should we give a one, two, three? Of whether we yeah. liked it or hated it? Yes. One, two, three. Loved it. it. It's oh actually, God. and I'm not joking, and I haven't decided where it is, but it's in probably right. my top 10 movies of all time. It, it, it is 1,000% going to be my favorite movie of the year. Already know. Yeah. Oh, oh, of the year. Like, 
nothing is will ever come near it. No. Like this is now I'm like it's, I'm bumping out things where it's like maybe Clue and Mulholland Drive. Like this is like par- oh, for me. The last sure. time I felt this way was like when I saw Parasite, where I was like. I've never seen Holy a movie fuck. like this before. Yes. I Because that's the thing. Yeah. You've never seen a movie like this before. Yeah. This is new shit. And telling you of the ability to do not only sci-fi, not only comedy, not only action, not only action, but then drama. Me and Joe. Oh girl, I was a mess. Cried. The I last was a mess. 30 minutes of that movie. Joe, Me too. I mean, he's gonna be mad that I'm I'm calling him out. Spill I it. Had to pull over the car because anytime I started talking about it again, he started like sobbing. <laughs> and he's like, I, "We can't talk about it." <laughs> I have to tell you, it it. I don't know. If this is this could be part of its genius. It could be true for everybody. It's just that relatable and that it's just that human. But like, there are things going on with my family, specifically my sister and my mother right now where it was it hits so close to home that i was i was sobbing and i was having a cathartic experience about things happening in my life from watching the last 30 minutes of this movie yeah and i'm telling you right now people are saying now that there's a have i talked about my um the way movies changed from 9 11 to the the economic crash in 2008 we talked about that no after 9 11 all the anti-hero, the anti-hero, all movies were obsessed with the anti-hero. And it's from sure. that whole of like questionable morals. We need to go to war. Is this war yeah. right? And that's kind of where everything went. And then the economic um, in 2008, when everything collapsed, suddenly zombies were the big thing. Yeah, And it was all zombies and zombies and, you know, commodification and commercialism and everything falling apart. And now with the pandemic, ever since the pandemic, we are getting this sense of catharsis and hope, which we haven't yeah. really seen before. We get like Ted Lasso and like movies like this. Optimism. Where, and the people are saying now, like millen- now that millennials are the main ones making movies, it's all about like healing it's like their, the that's trauma their from, your, from your family. Yeah. Uh, and because that's like, this- I don't, did you see Turning Red, the, the Pixar? No. Movie turning red, which is basically a period movie, which is generational amazing. trauma. But it's also it's literally heal- healing a relationship between a mother and a daughter. Like yeah. it's and th- which is what this movie is too. And it's just so because like when I was crying, I was not crying because it was sad. I was crying for like joy. I was also crying it, yeah. for like an awe. Like it's very rare for a movie to put me in such awe that I'm crying at like the sheer amazement of watching it. And did you know the Daniels? Do you know that the the one Daniel he got a start in the turn down for what video as a dancer? What? Little John's video turned down for what, which was like a super famous oh, video. Oh, turned down for what? Oh, where he's like, you know, turned down for what? And it's basically yeah, this yeah, Asian yeah. guy, and it's the girl. I believe it's the girl. I could be wrong, but I believe it's the girl dancing in the in the in the the movie that they keep watching and then she has hot dog fingers. Oh yeah, the Bollywood movie. I believe movie. it's that actress and and the director are basically dancing and they're dancing and they're twerking so hard they keep crashing through the floors. It was this famous video and I just found and out that's that it's like, "Oh yeah, the, that's Dan him." <laughs> that's the director. Wow. So I have to say Michelle Yeoh. Can we start there? I mean, like, if she doesn't, uh, first of all, why was this movie released now? Why are they releasing know, it now? Is this, this is, is not Oscar bait? How is this? And people are saying, oh, it's because they were assuming like, oh, this is like just something that young kids are going to like and not the Academy. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding Mich- me? Like, Michelle Yeoh never has an actress, to me, deserved a vehicle like this. Yes. And you know what the original in- was. Do you know how this, what the original was? No. Uh, what's his name? K. Hoi Kwan? Is that how you say his K. name? K. Hoi Kwan. We'll get there. K. Hoi Kwan. Yeah. That was Michelle Yeoh's part. And Jackie Chan was the lead. W- when was this written? A while ago. And then as they were writing it and casting it, they were like, you know what? It was like a Golden Girls moment where they switched Rose oh, and Blanche. Oh, shit. Where they yeah. were like, actually... Michelle Yeoh should be the lead of this. But then when they did yes. that, they were like, Jackie Chan doesn't work. We need like a very happy-go-lucky character. And then they were like- And so they got Kei Hoi Kwan. The acting in this 
is so fucking incredible because here's it's the, phenomenal. Because the first thing that you also need is we're dealing with this is a multiverse movie where they're accessing the different versions of themselves in the multiverse. So these characters have to be a million different characters. And I knew Michelle Yeoh can do anything because I'm watching, she's in a Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time, because a lot of other things, she's like always very stoic. Like, you know, in yeah. Crazy, Rich, Crazy Asians, Rich Asians or like Crouching sure. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But in yeah. Star Trek Discovery, she plays like there's a good version of herself. And then they go to another universe where there's an evil version of her. So I yeah. was like, oh, my God, this bitch can turn it out. So I knew she could. But I'm telling you, Kei Hoi Kwan has not acted in 30 years. He was amazing. He was incredible. Um, one of the best performances he, of the year, right? Because he so had to. He did the he did the different versions of different multiversal versions of the same person, but he had to change it on a dime and be yes. like the him from another universe instantly, and he did it so clearly and effectively. It was also so good. I I actually got choked up when he was first on camera because. You know, for Gen Xers like us, Evil Jeff. Yeah, Goonies. Kehoi Kwan is iconic. Indiana Jones. This is short rounds. This is data. Like, and then he was such a part of our lives as kids. And for him to then disappear and come back here, it was so overwhelming to like even hear his voice and hear like that short rounds voice just. Yeah deeper and more adult you know? <laughs> it it was it was really something getting to see him again everyone was so good jamie lee curtis Je- role of a lifetime are you kidding me Amazing. Jamie Curtis got to do this, this, in, this time in her career who would have like, thought she's been killing it <laughs> knives out and then this and then jenny slate Oh, fucking Jenny Slate. Oh, my Jenny God. Jenny Slate has a battle with a dog on a leash that is the funniest thing ever. It's like These Go-Go scenes, from Kill Bill, but it's a Pomeranian instead of a... <laughs> Harry like a Shum ball. Jr. Oh, forget it. I, I Harry mean, Shum I can't Jr. even bits. give you all of the things because there's so many different universe stories. Oh, wait. Don't it's even... don't insane. even The daughter, Stephanie Hsu, is oh, the girl yeah, we who I saw... Separately. I mean, what else was she in? I know her from Be More Chill on Broadway. <laughs> When I moved to New York, oh my gosh, she got was front row be tickets chill. to be That's more chill. It, she was the lead. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my. But uh, honestly, I have to go back to. Oh, and the other person in it that I freaked out, <laughs> and I'm only saying it because I'm looking at him right now. I don't know how much of I think you should leave on Netflix. You've watched, but I've watched. I've watched some sketches probably like 16 times. One of them is when Santa Claus becomes. <laughs> an action hero oh yeah 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 in in movies and in the interview in like the promo interviews for the action movie santa claus is a total fucking asshole the guy who plays him is in this he's the guy with the the my wife used to wear that perfume yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i I screamed as soon as i saw him if i see anybody from i think you should leave on anything i freak out and it also has uh, James Hong plays the dad, like her, the grandfather. James Hong, oh my god! I, this one. is horrible. I'm like, you're still alive. Like, I'm just. I like, know. I can't believe it. You've been in movies since like you were in like uh, like uh, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in Little, Little China. China. I was like, shit. <laughs> and you were old back then. <laughs> like Gremlins. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. Everyone is so good. This movie takes you on a fucking journey. And it's so... And I don't it's even know how to begin incredible. to describe it because without... It, you like, can't describe it. But the, I mean, I'd how say the you... main thing is basically the universe. There's someone like they, they, a, a different universe has discovered a way to tap into other minds of your alternate selves and other multiverses. But someone is now experiencing all the universes everywhere, you know, everything all aware at once, and is so miserable as wanting to basically destroy the universe with a bagel. <laughs> with a bagel. Sorry, I got to stop. When I said gremlins, I meant he's in the new gremlins. He's not in the old gremlins. Oh, oh okay. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but he was in the golden child. Yes. So anyway, uh, 
But the the one that they find, and this is the other thing, is there's always the one. Michelle Yeoh is the one. The one. But the reason she's the one oh, is God, because so good. this is the universe where you failed at everything. She's Every the other worst universe, version of yourself. You're the worst version of yourself, and that's what we need. It's so brilliant. It just flips that whole paradigm on its head. It's just so The other thing it does really well is if you are dealing with a multiverse of infinite possibilities, then anything and everything is on the table. Like there's no like, well, that would never happen. No, it would because it's infinite possibilities. The whole universe where everyone has hot dog fingers. It's brilliant. And they're doing this like touching lesbian love story between her and Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, I can't handle this. When they cut to Jamie Lee Curtis and she's playing piano with her feet, because that's what they do in that universe. Oh, forget it. Because their fingers are hot dogs. And every and but that's the thing, but then that leads to a specific battle scene where she needs to use her toes. Like it's every and that's the other thing, is every single thing that's established in this movie pays off later in the movie. It's such a well, like it's such and it's so efficient. It's an efficient, well-crafted, amazing movie. It's even so brilliant how they divided in the basically the first part, the first half, they dive into the concept of everything. And then the second half, how they dive into the concept of everywhere. Yeah. That's some like, like you and I, you know, we're the type of nerds that I don't know if you did this, but I did like when I had free time, I would just write down like currently which X-Men are on which team and just make a nice organized list. Yeah. (laughs) Just because I like... For for like geeks into organization like that, like to to like okay, this topic is everything, and we are going to ex- explain it and pay it off this way. Yes. Okay, this one is under the theme of everywhere. Like I just love how clean. Well, it's just because if we know what it referenced it to me, and know what I felt there was a big influence from is uh, Run Lola Run. Oh yeah, where it's kind of like Run Lola Run's kind of told in three parts. So and yeah. and that one it's it's told back from the beginning. But there is, I felt there was definitely Run Lola Run influences. There's also an influence. There is an anime I saw. It's probably from like 2009. It's called Darker Than Black, and in it, okay. people um, there is like a weird. Uh, at two ends of the earth, it's like Japan. And then it was like an Argentina on the opposite sides of the earth. There's this weird explosion and everyone in those two cities got powers. But the only way you could access your powers is each person had to pay a price. So someone had to break a finger and then he could levitate things. Someone else had to like eat a page from a book and then he could do things. And that type of thing from that show was, is very prevalent in this as well. And I just feel like it's just using all of, it's just so many, it's so many different things, which is why I loved Parasite because it's so many different genres combined together, so seamlessly. Yeah, stays and one well. step ahead of you. Oh, mm-hmm. and then Rakakui. <sighs> Harry Shum Jr. I, like for them to pay off Rakakui like that, where you think she's just she just has the title wrong, but she actually was already aware of that universe where Rakakui <laughs> is the title and was a thing that happened. <laughs> life and harry shum jr is the hottest cutest fucking thing on the planet oh my god did he's you ever watch so... shadow hunters where he's doing no movies? i know i, I have to i have I to only and well I, there, if you go on youtube you can just watch the gay parts because the rest of the show is not good oh yes but he is a witch and is just and he's very kind of queeny in it which is just so like you know not mm. really ever plays and him, and then the guy, and then this other hot guy are just fucking having sex a lot. And it's just so hot. Oh, he's he's perfection. He really is. And he's so funny in this movie. <laughs> and then the other thing that was probably one of the most amazing things, and I was crying laughing, is there is a whole entire butt plug kung fu. Oh, the butt plugs. Thank you. I was totally hoping you were about to go. There was like somebody brought their kid in the audience. And like when somebody got beat to death with a dildo and then there was the the butt plug. See, I was like, you sure about bringing your kid? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just this oh movie. My God. When like the guy comes so flying good. out of nowhere with his ass out. <laughs> yes. It's uh. just because this is another thing where you're just like. The one nice thing about A23 is they just trust the directors. A24. 
A24. Um, because A23 did they, not trust the directors know... and that's why they went away. And now there's A24. That's right. Yeah. They just trust the directors and they're like, just do whatever the fuck you want. Because this, it's some crazy ass shit. You can tell like the, the writers and directors, like the, the Daniels are having fun. And oh, they're, yeah. I didn't see their other movie, which now I feel like I need to see their other movie. The what is with, it? It's the one where, where Harry Potter's a corpse. Oh yeah. He's um, just Swiss Army the Man. the whole time. Swiss Army Man. Yeah, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, with Paul Dano. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Well, like, I cannot... I cannot recommend this movie enough. Like, this needs to be the next movie everybody sees. I want to see it again and again and again. I mean, it's It's one of those things where people started telling me, like... This is the most amazing movie I've ever seen. Oh my God, I'm crying. I cried so hard. Oh my God, this is like, it just makes me feel joy. Oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, I hate going into a movie with this much hype because it never lives up to it. It never lives up right. to it. And right. it exceeded it. Like, it was like, oh. <laughs> I just, it keeps you, you're, you are leaned into the screen. Like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, I was, I came home. Um, I went to see it by myself. Jeff, Jeff uh, didn't come with me. I came home and I started talking about it and I just started crying. Yeah. 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 It's just, and that's the thing is like, I just expected Michelle Yeoh to be amazing, but I still can't get over Kehoi Kwan going back and forth. Cause his, Ke-Hoi his, Kwan cause the husband character standout. is this just happy putting googly eyes on everything. Like, Hey, Hey everybody. And then he's yeah. cutting to a multi, another universe. That's like this, like per, this, like war ridden, like yeah. like like come hard master and yeah. going back and forth between that it's just like oh and his so but his good. whole speech about his kindness and how his kindness is perceived and like where his yes. kindness comes from when by the way how about one of the Michelle Yeohs that is represented in this movie is like Michelle Yeoh our Michelle Yeoh <laughs> yeah. like one of the multiversal versions is like the actress they show her like doing the press for Crazy Rich Asians. Like, yeah. God damn. Oh, it's so good. I've always wanted a scene in a movie where a character has a transcendent experience and not only sees that they are actually an actor, but sees all the other characters that actor has played. I've always wanted that in a movie. And yeah. like, I feel like we got it. We got it here. There's but um, also yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> so fucking good. And uh, I want when I because Joe will clearly be buying this because <laughs> I think this also because we were fighting where I was like, I need to look. But I think this is my top 10. And Joe always is updating his top 100 movies. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, oh, this nice. is he's, he's like, this is in my top five. And so clearly oh, yeah. he's going to be buying the Blu-ray of this. But I want to pause. There's a scene where it literally it's it's a shot of her. And it's 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 just filtering through probably 200 different. It goes on for. I want to for go so frame by. I want to go frame, frame by frame and see every single different because some are it a cartoon. A, like, like one was a cartoon. Yeah. Like I want to see all of them. This is a movie yeah. I, you can watch over and over and over and over again and get something and, and see something new every time. Every time. Oh, it's so. And cool. my friend told me he actually he's like oh I know the um the producers and the special effects team that did this. He says it's a very small special effects team. He's like, this I isn't mean, like yeah, a Marvel like, thing. And I was yeah. just like, oh my God, well, they fucking did incredible. And it looked better than a lot of Marvel stuff. Just because it was more stylized. It had its own look. And then also the guy who did do the um the two guys that did the the up their butt kung fu scene. Yeah, yeah. So hot. Oh, they're so great. <laughs> they're so oh, they were so hot. They were so hot. Oh, I want to have sex with them. The one guy's legs. I was like, mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, so and, have a transcendental so experience go and see, see this fucking movie. See it multiple times. Multiple versions of yourself should see it. And this is and also one of the... Really, every, usually I always see a movie and I'm just like, oh, this part could have been a little bit shorter. Oh, this... But like when I saw nope. The Batman, I was like, they could have cut this down by like, you know, yeah. 15 minutes. No. Not this... Yet. Every second is needed and amazing. It's a perfect movie from beginning to end. Yeah. And so I'd be very interested to see if there's any movie that I'm going to think is better this year, especially yeah, no because way. I mean, for me, it's like one of the top 10 movies of all time. So... Nothing still is beating Mulholland drive, but. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Well, 
That's great. You have to. So just we mentioned it at the end of last episode. We'll mention it at the end of this one. Girl, you been you need to catch up on Severance. You need to I get am there. three episodes you in. You need to get there. It I'm three is. episodes in. Here's the problem. And it's I'm blaming it's my fiance's fault because he cannot handle more than one episode in a row. Oh, forget and it. And I want to keep binging it. And you need like, to no, watch no, no, it wait. without you need to watch it without him. Watch it without him and then <sighs> be, just pretend out. you didn't watch it. I might do that. I tonight. can't do that. I might, I I might watch that. the fin- Jeff's in bed. I might watch the finale, and then I might pretend that I didn't watch it tomorrow night when we watch it. I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, I watched it last night." Don't tell anyone. <laughs> All right. Well, thank right. you, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank and, you for listening. And please read the X Men, and please watch everything. Everywhere, all at once, and please watch Moon Knight because they are entertaining. And watch Severance. They're all good things. There's still good things happening, even though the world is falling apart. You know, Will Smith might have slapped Chris Rock, but you know, the movies are still going on. They sure will. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, um, if you're feeling a tingling feeling down there, it's probably because you read comics. Because if you read comics, well, then that makes you... Queer. Queer. Bye. Bye.